coming at you from Scratch Roll Studio. It's that time again to rage across the internet. Your very favorite Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, as always, producer Danny Tyson. Hey, everybody. And once again, sitting at the table with us, we have Tommy the Dixon. How's I like it, it. How's it going, Ghost? It's going good. <laughs> you call him Ghost anyway. <laughs> eh, well, I mean... I call a lot of people a lot of things, Danny. Yeah. It's a little project you're working on right now with the Sly, aren't you? Yep. Oh, that'll be fun. Someone's making a little montage of all his different nicknames. <laughs> it was suggested as a joke. I laughed really hard and said, fuck it, I'm going to do it. It's going to turn into like a three-hour episode. Oh, oh yeah. no you know way. Right? No way. It's going to be 20 Listen seconds. Listen to it at two times speed. Every week you don't finish it, it gets longer. Yeah, that's the problem, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to take. It's going to turn into a, like a six-hour project, but it's going to end up only being like twenty minutes. You say that, but I think you're. I think you're going to get far enough behind. I don't even think it'd be twenty minutes. I, I, think, I think it's, it's going to be a half hour. I doubt at it. least. Oh, by the time I finish with it, maybe yeah. give it like the ten seconds of every episode. <laughs> it's almost seventy episodes. Yeah, I know, but like at ten seconds a pop. It's if it was ten seconds, and then We're not saying. only that, but like the first you know handful, I wasn't even in. There, there was a, a good chunk of them. I'm not even there. Yeah, there's a couple you're not there for. Not many. No, not as many true. as me. No, <laughs> more than um everybody else except you. I was gonna say, what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's no more than Jessica. <laughs> I mean, well, it was one recording. I know, right? <laughs> one, one session. session. One session. A lot of episodes in one session. Well, they were thirty minutes. Yeah, they yeah. were they were really short episodes, and it still took us. A, it was an all day thing. Like I couldn't stay there for that long. I couldn't even make the last one. Well, if I remember, we we recorded those. Look, this would be inside baseball shit right off the right right from Jump Street. Uh, shocking, right? We we did it. I think we did it on like a weekday. Like it no, was after it was work. Saturday. You, I don't know that that's true. It was but a, we, it we was had an a all bunch day of thing, and my wife was pissed. <laughs> Little did she know this would happen. <laughs> right? <laughs> it would become an all-day thing every time. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> I can oh. say that because I know she's not listening. It's true. <laughs> she could be. She's not. <laughs> well, she said she would and she hasn't. She downloaded them all and was ready to listen and I think she's gotten through like three. I was like, just skip the first five. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody else. Skip the first five. <laughs> They're already here. True. And hey, you know what? If it's your first time here, welcome. If it's not, yeah, welcome back. <laughs> Skip the first five. <laughs> <laughs> if it's your first show, only like half of them start out this meandering. Is it half? Well, yeah, because we usually are on track for about 30 seconds and we get into, quote, the business. <laughs> and then it goes off the rails. But we just uh, started off the rails. Oh, perfect. So now we got to find those rails. They're over there somewhere. We gotta convert like to hover or something. I don't know. <laughs> we need that new technology. Yeah. So we just well, we're going there are no roads. Oh, so we just just jump the track and hit the business. We just jump the shark. Let's hit the business though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, even better then. Here's some business. Hit our website. On the website's forums. There's some cool shit in the forums. Then there's the link to the discount. Or sorry. Discord. The Discord. On Discord, you got the discount code for 10% off first time use on their store. Yep. Some cool shit in the store. Check back weekly because there's always stuff there. And then hit us on Patreon where we have first tier of coming to hang out with us all the time, movie nights every month. 
everyone having a good time? It's always fun. Some questionable and or shitty movies. Possible drinking games. Completely optional. Possible. There's always a drinking game. Tier 2, you get the post-warums. Plus the gifts from Tier 1. Post-warums, which we just recorded, and holy shit, those were so much fun. Yeah. Hope you guys are liking those. Yeah, the post-mortem is that um, we go through all of the games that these two have played under being as a storyteller, which is all of their games. <laughs> we dissect them. We, you know, we go over what happened. We dissect them, you know, from a storyteller's angle, from a player's angle. It's just a really nice look back, retrospective kind of look at it and dissection. The and retrospect part's really cool. It's really useful. It's a lot of, or hopefully, we've been told it's very useful. Yes. It's a lot of fun. You know, it shows you what we can do or what we have done. Gives you tips. You don't give it a name. It's what you make of it. But it's at least uh, at least an hour extra. It's like an extra episode a month. And then tier three, yes. NPC of the month club, handwritten personal mm-hmm. entry typed. I don't handwrite them. Okay, his hand fall off. Hand typed personal entry, completely rewritten and redone for the best version possible. Of one of your NPCs. Yep, different one every month from my, my personal Bible, and yeah, you're right. I, I would say I remaster them. Yes. Because so it's not just a copy-paste job. Remaster is a good way to put it. Cause yeah, got it, because you got to be able to take them at different angles right. for what people are going to use them for. And through my different games, I do that. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they're in different positions in, in their careers or their lives or whatever, so I take what I consider the definitive version of each character and build that new entry every month. And it's for you guys to do what you will. I mean, you know, they're not statted because I don't know where you're going to put them or when you're going to put them. It's who this person is. You know, and you guys have read those. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can vouch for them better than I can because I'm the guy who wrote them. So, fuck should I be talking about it? Oh, no, they're those are great. <laughs> God, we love them every time. Yeah, they're so much fun. Like, I'm glad we get to read them before the patrons do. I mean, yeah, we're, it's more of like, hey, did I make any uh, dumb mistakes? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, I was like, yes, I get to feel like a patron for a second. Well, you can always donate, too, Danny. I, I, Anyone I do. can donate. And remember that, you know, like, like Danny mentioned, that uh, signing up the later tier gives you, you get everything. You sign up at the top tier, you get everything. It's a great way to support us to keep things running. And we, we love so much that so many of you have. And for the rest of you, I think now is the time to, to follow the lead yes. of others. Please, we... The Don't Patreon. think for yourselves. <laughs> do what the Patreons do. If they would there jump you. off a bridge, would you jump with them? I hope so. Is the Patreons <laughs> down at the bottom of that bridge? Exactly. Where's Charybdis? <laughs> oh, yeah, follow him. <laughs> no, don't follow Oh, Whoa. Yeah, follow him. No. Go ahead. So, yeah, there's business. Look at that. Short, sweet, to the point. You know, he was kind of He was on that. He was. You he know, forgot I'm, one thing. Which, what did I forget? Where do we find all this? I said the website was first. Right, but you didn't give the website URL. Oh my god, you really need the URL by now? Hey, some people might. They're brand new. They're just listening. Look at the show notes. Copy and paste it. Wow. RageAcrossTheInternet.com. Oh, there you go. That was so hard to do. <laughs> and hey, if you've got feedback for us, yeah, you can do it in Discord. <laughs> but you have questions or feedback or anything, you can always hit us up on our email, and that's RageAcrossPodcast at gmail.com. It's a yeah. different thing. Yes. That's message me on the Twitter if you're there. Yep, that's that's Tom's thing. Hit me up on Facebook. I will do my best. <laughs> Email's better though. Email's the best. Email is the best way. We're always looking for that feedback. You know, something you want to hear, something you don't like hearing. Tell us. Yeah. If it's that important, we'll fix it. If it's not, then thank you for telling us anyway. Yeah, yeah. feedback's nice. It, yeah, it'd be the show nice. Show runs on feedback. I mean, and patrons. Yeah, we don't we don't know if we're doing a good job unless you guys tell us. But hey, we do have fun. Oh god, this is so much fun. And you know, that's um an all day thing. Let's let's do that. 
Let's move into the show part show. Oh, we have part a show? I thought show. we were just messing around on the tracks and off the tracks and well, we did around that too. the tracks. There's Blood on the Tracks. a good album. Blood on the Tracks. Hey, nice. It's true. What's on the docket anyway? That's not an album. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're talking Thursh's. Thursh's. We, right. we are talking um, Thursh School, if you will. Yeah. Um, oh, taking a, us to Thursh School. Yeah, classes in the session, bitch. Get your notebooks out. Yeah, I think There'll be a important. test at the end. Oh, Something song. about half a teacher. Uh, whoa. It's a good song. It is a good song. I mean... No smoking in the boys' room. Is that a whole lot of school-related songs? School's off for reference. summer. Rock and Roll High School. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. I had to. Conjunction Junction is near the school. It's close enough. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> oh, I tried, guys. This is I what really we do. did. This hey, is what we do. A little bit of schoolhouse rock. Come on. <laughs> I tried. 369. <laughs> 1518. Oh, we almost got him. Uh, almost did. Almost did. All right. So, no, once upon a time, uh, when you guys were starting, you know, I mean, it was you, it was you two, and it was uh, Jessica who right. played uh, Evelyn, and then. Willow Blooms in the Moonlight. Thank you. Willow Blooms in Moonlight. Both characters were Thurgis. Yep. And it was something, something she was interested in, but she had trouble just doing the work, bottom line. Just doing the research. It's a lot of work. It's probably the most important of all the hospices. I, I agree. It's, in, it's in the most special. important research-wise, too. Yeah. Because like, you can do it no matter what, but you can do it poorly. And that's not good for you. That's not good for the rest of your group. Yeah. It's you not know, good for your storyteller. You know, is being a bad thirst is a great way to make extra work for your storyteller and the rest of your group. Uh-huh. You know, you offend the right spirit and the mission that was so important for the care now gets waylaid by three chapters because you have to make amends to bear because I don't know what you did, but you shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Bear's going to be mad. Bear's, bear's mad at you for something stupid you did and I got to make amends to bear. It's, it's going to take way too long. He, he was trying to get something out of yeah, yeah. I, mean, he, I don't know what to he do. He lost his thought. That, lost that was the least sincere I've ever heard you in my life. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> oh, no. Bear's mad at you. It's going to take a while. Oh, I, This is serious, guys. Okay. Anyway, I tried. <laughs> I, it didn't work. Please fix it. We love you, buddy. Okay. All right. So, anyway, when that was happening, you know, she would come over and we would, we would do what was called Thursh School which would be like a series of question and answers and trying to explain to her, you know, trying to help her get it down in a world where you don't have time to sit down for X amount of hours and do the research. Yeah, sit there, try and take notes through all the books, and it might just help hearing it from somebody else's perspective. Sure. You know, and again, this is something that would be good for your Thursdays, it'll be good for current Thursdays, maybe you want to set up the game, for, for storytellers to give them ideas and new perspectives on how to handle spirits in ways that maybe they hadn't before. That's the idea. So we're doing that now. Uh, we did our Auspice series way back when. Yeah, we should have finished that series. <laughs> like, in a timely fashion, too. I mean... We did pretty good on that. I, we might have even did done we? it before... <laughs> kind of. I think we did it before 30 episodes. Oh, wow, we really did that in timely fashion. Now, rel- relatively speaking, like next to the Tribal series, we were amazing with the Ospa series. I-, I could be wrong. Let's let's say it was way before 50. Oh, for sure. I mean, I did Ragabash at 7. And that so was the that, start. And that was my first ever episode. And that yeah, was the first, was first Ospa. Nice. But, but there's the thing, is, you know, we, we did that, and it was pretty basic look. Yeah, it was overview of everything. Yeah, so we're going to talk about logistics. We're going to talk about what it means 
to be a thirst, to play a thirst, storyteller thirst, all that shit. And we're going to look at that with all the auspices. I was say, look out. All auspices are getting this. Yep. Yeah. So next so will be... Auspice school. Why okay. not? Sure. Auspice school. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're going to have their own names. We're, yeah, we're going to figure it auspice out. Auspice school. For now, it's auspice school. It'll... We'll, we'll, we'll no, third school sounds better. Yeah, third school does sound better. Yeah, yeah but what would be around school? That right there. Fight club. Fight club. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Bam. Got it. What? <laughs> Nicely done. I'm not even going to ask. Are you in a band? I oh. was going to say Glee Club, but I like that better. <laughs> Alright, well, we got that going. Then, already, the debate team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have to say which hospice. That much better. And then playing hooky for Regabash. No, I got it immediately. <laughs> Trying to hold back the laugh. Just, just let it go, man. We just did it. We just named those. All right, nice. well, look forward to those guys. Yeah, hopefully. Well, let's get started with Thurschel. Thursh 101. Thursh classing. Classes in session. What's up, bitches? What are we doing? All right, basic one. What's a Thursh? Well, well, we did that already. It's a, but it's a refresher. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. You know, the Thursh, obviously, it's the, it's the Crescent Moon. They are the, the shamans uh, of the Yara Nation. They're the ones who keep the pact with the spirits. They're the closest to the spirits. They're the ones who, in terms of auspice, should know the Umbra the best. You have to remember the... Oh God, you have to learn the Umbra? That is a very <laughs> vast place. Well, you certainly should know, because where else are you going to find your spirits? It's fair. <laughs> Someone's got to know this shit. Well, I know, but I'm just saying, that's a lot of knowledge. You, it's you... also why... <laughs> just get out what you're trying to say. We'll get you. It's also why the three of us are all saying that Thurge is the most important. Well, it really is. Because of how much that research consists of and how deep you have to dive to be good at your job. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing there, you think about it, the Thurge is they're facilitating you learning gifts because you learn your gifts from spirits. Right. All right. Especially so, if you're going to role play that out. Yeah. Oh, you need a Thurge. You want a fetish? You need a Thurge. If you're going to make one, you certainly do. Yeah. And that's thing, How you, you can, can make convince them. a spirit to go in there without a thirst if you can't speak to a spirit. Right? And, and again, making them. How cool is that? Uh-huh. That's a thing they can do. I mean, okay, anyone who knows the right and the right gifts can. Fine. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, but the role-playing part of it's the cooler part. Right. You can petition an elder to get the fine, or you can like be clever and make up your own thing. You know, you can go, well, what happens if you put this spirit in this item? Yeah, go back to our Fetish and Talons episodes. We actually came up with a lot of good little little quirks on how to yeah. how to make little special fetishes. And it's, it's fun to do, but here's the thing. If you don't know how to talk to a spirit... You're fucked. Yep. Yeah, and, and I don't such mean a that basic thing that is so absolutely necessary. Right. And I don't mean that just in terms of the the gift. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, you need spirit speech. And then there's the question: This is Orduya. In, in my mind, it's you need a, you need spirit speech to talk to any type of spirit that couldn't innately speak a language. So fire spirit. Sure, a fire spirit. The spirit of a sparrow or a squirrel. Mm-hmm. The, those don't speak English. Or, or your German, or, or yeah, German. they don't they yeah. don't speak a human language. So how are you supposed to talk to them? Right, I, you know that's that's where I take it is that with spirit speech because it's a little vague. And I think it's vague on purpose. It gives more leeway to the storytellers. Maybe I, I don't know. I suppose I, there's there's a lot of gifts that are vague on purpose. You know, you look at Mother's Touch, and this is a quick digression, but when you read the power that gift. Is like the most powerful gift of all time. <laughs> and it's such a basic, it's, it's a level one. It's a level one gift, but, the, but there's no ceiling on what that cures. That's true. You get shot in the face, 
I use Mother's Touch on you, and as long as you're not dead, you're okay. You're it cleared okay. up that cold sore. The herpes down there is gone. <laughs> Your blood work's going to come in pure. You know, that hangnail's fixed. All because of a good roll on Mother's Touch. And you had low rage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. You know. And how about what about Grammler's Touch? It's kind of worded the same way, it, it's too. It's the same we'll gift, except you can use it on yourself as well. So, yeah, that's another one. I got shot in the face, but I Grandmother's Touched myself. I'm good. I want you to love me. <laughs> Bad touch. <laughs> Grandmother's touched myself. I'm I'm going to uh, save that as a clip. Mm, That's boy. fine. You do what you got to do. So so but, as well, this third school though, what would you recommend them having picking up the Umbra book? Well, I think you kind of have to. Right. Even without third school, if, as um, a third, you have to. Umbra yeah. twenty, and I'm going to speci- specifically say Umbra twenty because all the Umbra books talk about the Umbra. Obviously, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Right. You know, they, they, they talk about the Near Realms. They talk about the Penumbra. They talk a bit about the deep and the dark and the, the super far and the near far and the Muppet Umbra and the Null Zones and all of the well, extra things. Can make that a song. We were doing Schoolhouse Rock a bit ago. Don't mess with me. <laughs> Save it for the Galliard episode. There you go. I'm going to wait for it. All right. I'm expecting the things of you now. <laughs> You have all those things, right? However, in Umbra 20, I feel that they go a bit um, above and beyond in terms of talking about dealing with spirits, ways that you look at dealing with spirits, ways that spirits deal with you. They talk about the kami, which is not right now, but those are a special type of spirit, you know, allied with Gaia. So are you saying they go too specific? No, no. I think they, they, they went above and beyond. They did a great job. Okay. They, they cover things that some of these other books don't, or if they do, just a fraction of the way that Number 20 does. Number 20 is one of those books that, like, no, replace that fucking book. You need Number 20. I don't care your name is. That's fair. Any other books you think you'd recommend for a beginning third? Like Axis Monday or something? Axis uh, Monday might be a little more advanced. Right. You for sure need it. For sure need that. It, it's, it's a really useful book. Uh, especially because all the spirits in it. It just it really flushes them all out. Well, it does, and then it talks about things and that I want. I definitely want to get into in this episode, actually, is like different spiritual material correspondence. Oh, that's big for you. That's very big I, for you. Yeah. Like, I'm in half mass just talking about it right now. Oh, cool. oh boy. <laughs> Gross. You guys put a hat on it. I'm just... No, I just I'm not putting a hat no. on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember specifically your your story with segment and again these were really old episodes but your story with segment how the pack was arguing and trying to discuss on a, a certain path to take on what to do all the while while segment who is the alpha of that pack and a thirsh and, and a thirsh decided to make a pyramid of beer bottles while everyone else is arguing and it was all just to as an offering for the, a glass elemental, blow out all the windows of this high-rise building and, and make that glass elemental spirit happy because don't you want all the people to enjoy your splendor? So have thousands of little pieces of you instead of one big piece. So something along those lines. Uh, it, it was it was pretty close because, and, and it's interesting, you, you brought up the multiple parts and something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and like I don't even know you realize what you did, but you covered a lot of shit in a, in a sentence or two. Well, that's like I mean, that's why I was saying how how important it was to you specifically, and I know this just knowing you, mm-hmm. how important that material correspondence is. Well, but it, I want I want to bring this back a second, okay? Because okay. like, let's look at what you talked about. Part one, you know, segment is is building this material correspondence, this material offering to yeah. the spirit. 
So you said essentially do this with every spirit that you want if, to talk to. Something along have, the lines of. If you have time, and it does vary based on spirit. I guess at the bare bones of that, you say you want to have your shit in line. Mm-hmm, for sure. <laughs> you know, know what you're talking to, know how you want to deal with it, have an idea at least. But in that situation, right, he makes a pyramid. I like it. Yeah. Takes the glass <laughs> bottles, makes the mason, makes a little, little pyramid. Give him a little shrine. Yeah. And then he summons the spirit. Yeah, look what did for you. Right. I mean, you went over it really quickly. Yeah. But I want to break down the different things that happened there. Okay. You know, because you had step one. You had your prep work. That, that was your, your, your pyramid. Your offering. Your offering. But your correspondence, these are bottles. He's going to like that. You call the elder, and you summon the spirit. And how would you do that? Well, it's, there's a right of summoning. Okay. Yeah, there are rights for it, and... But specifically, though, you like, is there just because you want this specific spirit, you concentrate on it, or? Well, you, and that's the thing is the, some of the rights can be vague at times, is they're depicted in the book. And at that point, I, you, just, you call it out. Okay. You call it out by name. Your true name, if you have it, holy shit, forget about it. But that's a big, that's a bigger deal. <laughs> I was going to say that's. There's power in that shit. Yeah, if but, they you have know. their own name, it's a bigger. <laughs> yeah, you're dealing with a bigger spirit, then good luck. Right. If something's true name, hey, but. We're, we're, you know, right now we're just talking, we're not there yet. That's, <laughs> we're, we're still on the basics. That's some higher level we'll shit. We'll get there. That's, that's, that's not first year shit. <laughs> now you called the spirit. The spirit's here. Now it's negotiation. In which you already kind of have a leg up because look at all the stuff I did for you. Hopefully you're offering, you're making, we'll help, we'll appease uh-huh. it. Yeah, we'll help move that along. Yeah, absolutely. That's the goal. But now you got to convince it. you got to, and what you need it to do is going to, I mean, it matters. Very much. To go, hey, hey, Tom, you got a quarter? No. I do, sure. <laughs> but like, it's not a big ask. If you had a quarter, you'd give me a quarter. Yeah. Danny? Uh-huh. I need to borrow your car for the weekend. I'm going to a demolition derby. Like, I'm participating. Oh, okay. That's a nice guy right there. I, I just I said, know. okay, you're going. That doesn't mean you're taking my car with yeah. you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I, heard, you I heard the okay. No, I, 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 the I heard the yes, too. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Sure, yeah. Again, I, I said okay, but it doesn't mean you're taking the car with you. <laughs> well, there you go. But you see the difference in the ask, though, is what I'm doing here. Yeah. Quarter's not a problem. Oh, you want to trash my car for fun and perhaps profit? Nah. Perhaps profit. You yeah. ain't going to see any of it. He'd profit. Insurance yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, once he reports it's stolen. <laughs> exactly. But, jokes aside, you see, the ask matters. And... How you go about the ask matters. I was about to ring into that because there's been a few times where you've portrayed Owl with us. And if you don't talk right to Owl... Owl will reject your he ass. He rejects you real quick or start again, too many words. Yep. And just say, we're just rejecting you. Yeah. Too many words. Start over. Yeah. You've done that quite a bit. Well, and that came from, I, I think it was Storyteller's Guide 3. They gave an example of how to play Owl and I loved it. I thought that was perfect. You know, I'd love to take full credit for that. That was that you know the too many words start over mm-hmm. thing. So maybe that's another one to keep on the the list. Story guides, story guides three. If you're not a storyteller, no. But if it's giving you ideas how to portray it, maybe it's also giving. But if I'm the player, I'm not portraying the spirits. I'm talking to the spirits. But it gives you the help on how to talk. To the I, 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 no, I hear what you guys are doing. I just believe in that line between church and state there because there there are plenty of people who will read the shit out of that book and think that they could use all of that fun story. Storyteller knowledge in game, oh, okay. and that's, you can't use any of that shit in game. That's fair. You're a player, not a storyteller. That's yeah, right. Your character it. doesn't know any of that shit. That's fair. Maybe we shouldn't even brought it up. That's well, that's why when you guys do, I tend to lean, you know, and lean away from it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it is a good book, though. <laughs> no, it totally is. And I'm not sure that that came from that book, but I, I feel pretty strongly like 
70%. Either way, it came from a book and I got the idea. But then, you know, the body language I put in. Oh, very much. You know, and, and I love the... You punch your shoulders. You push your neck forward. Yep. Your head's down. And I moved to the back behind my chair. Yep. And then you... So it's like I removed my body. Chair, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's it's sharp. It's sharp and to the point. Yep. My eyes are, my eyes are you know, poked open wide. My head's constantly moving to wherever the sound is coming from. And, and my speech is sharp. It's to the point. Yeah. It's doing right portrayal now. is really good. And every now and then I get to go, who? Which gets me going. <laughs> but but I don't do it. See, I don't make a joke out of it. No. But you want those short, biting sentences out of them. So with the glass elemental, how did that happen? Because I don't know how you'd portray a glass elemental. Well, that's perfectly fair. And I mean, at the time I was playing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to do that. <laughs> but how did you speak to it? Well, I uh, very properly. When you deal with a spirit and you're unsure... I was going to say, if you don't know, maybe just reverence. Well, that can work. I mean, kissing something's ass can work to a point. But my suggestion has always been, when when you're coming into contact with a spirit that you are not familiar with, you need to consider the attributes that we as human beings attach to whatever concept or thing that we're talking to. You think of glass? I I think of mirrors. This this is me, personally. I think of mirrors, which are a subject of vanity. So I'm going, to con- I'm going to attribute vanity to this spirit. This is a vain spirit. Holy shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah, I didn't that. go to that at all. Well, where did you guys go? Uh, with glass, I was thinking sand. Okay. and then That's one of the elements in it, but yes. Yeah, but, it's something in it. No, yeah. It was when lightning or when glass or sand is heated up. So that's that's how I think of it. But I like what you did. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's you know, way that's, better. It's kind of where I'm talking. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we... We we do this as humans, yeah. is we assign attributes to things that... It's to rationalize it for us. Yeah, that don't exist inertly in the thing. Uh-huh. We give personalities to our cars. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we name our cars. We name our oh, cars. so weird. But we are you, weird But you people. think it's, it, it's just people. Yeah, that's just, why I said we're weird people. <laughs> people do that. So, so you want to think in terms of that. Let's break this down a little easier for you. Okay. All right. When I say fire, uh-huh. tell me what a fire spirit's like I, using that same method. Well, see, that's you have several different options there. Yeah, walk be, us through it. Both, well, both of you. Like you take one, Tom take one. Fuck it. Okay. Well, with, with, at least with me, it could be uh, warm, comforting, like soothing, even. I was going more angry and aggressive. Again, that's what I mean. That's that's the purpose here. Or, or it, it's, that's it's my a, point there. And that's excellent. But it depends on the element, how strong that elemental is you summoned. It, it depends on that. Because if it is just a little flame, I would think of it as warm, soothing. But if it's a bigger deal, aggressive, it's, it wants to just destroy or consume, I should say. Because it wants to consume. Well, see, the first thing I thought of was like a campfire. Okay. Sure. It, it grants warmth and light. It mm-hmm. nurtures and cooks your food. Yeah, and then I can sit back and just stare at it. And it's and it's peaceful. It's peaceful and, it's and a, relaxing. And then we go to Tom and it's destructive and will fuck you up in ruined states and lives and consumes everything in its path <laughs> and you cannot control this shit. Not it just all. happens to you. And both are correct. Yes. That's the both, thing. That's both it. are correct. Yeah, so which one do you do? And I guess it... Maybe that depends on your roles. Maybe that also depends on the what you're color. calling. And what you're calling it to do. Well, okay, yeah. it doesn't know what you want it to do. You know, but it doesn't if you know, know what you're call. trying to do, I mean, then you could be. Well, maybe you can't a, go, but a nice one. Well, no, yeah, but I'm I summoned the great fire yeah. elementals, but like a nice one. That's fair. You <laughs> like don't one know who's not 100 percent a yeah, dick. You don't know who's going to answer the call. That's fair. 
Just just like 25% dick. Got it. <laughs> what? <laughs> But sing, I want that one on a clip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't count on that. We can make it happen. Uh, I can make it happen. Well, and we I can won't. do it too. The, the computer's right there. Yeah, it's be, I won't teach you how to do it. It's going to be a t shirt now. <laughs> oh. Just 25% dick? No, I summon the great fire spirit, but like a good one. It's not 100% a dick. Okay, that's a lot on a t shirt. It'll be 25%. Come on, they fit dots on a t shirt. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, but you know, both answers are correct. If it's you got to remember the the spirit hierarchy too. You know, like a a gaffling is like the animal tier, and I don't mean the animal spirits. I mean the level of intelligence and agency that uh, animals have to us. That's where I was going with, or I figured you were going with it. It's the amount of what they know compared to what we know, and that overlap in between the two. You know, yeah, you, you you're not gonna have all, you're not gonna go outside right now to one of those creepy squirrels in my courtyard and have a conversation. No, probably not. No, I mean, you're not gonna do it with my neighbors either, but <laughs> you could theoretically. I mean, maybe maybe some juggles some acorns or something. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know this man anymore. I wouldn't even want to talk. Well, what could a squirrel offer for help aside from maybe stealthily? getting information well it could it could do uh you could ask it to do scout work you could ask it if it's seen something you could ask it maybe if there's a gift or two out there that could teach you oh fair okay you know I, I was they yeah, hoard things they they spy on shit they run around all over the place use I mean, them as distraction possible as well run out in front of this car show some imagination hey, <laughs> that's just mean well in hopes that the car well, well, would most, <laughs> most people don't <laughs> first of all a spirit probably isn't going to run into a car in the penumbra touche but I want, I, want, I want to go back to the fire for a second. Okay. Okay. I think, I think this is a solid example to work from is the base. Because, again, you guys just both pulled different aspects of fire. Yeah. A fire gaffling will be because it's, and I hate to use it, it's dumber. It has a, a lower understanding, a lower personal agency. We actually have a good story about that. Was not when Willow first tried to summon one. Hmm. I don't, I don't remember that. Except to the shell. Oh, that was, okay, that was more recently. But, Yeah. She didn't fuck that up. She did, uh... She couldn't talk to it at first, remember? No. Oh. She struggled talking to it. She was using too many words. Oh, oh. You know, she could talk to it, but yeah, she wasn't talking to it on she, its level. On its level, right. Yes. I and figured that's, that's where you were going with that. That right. was... Eventually. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still on the personality. Okay. You just jumped a little too hard. Yeah, you're, 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 you're a step ahead. You're fine. We'll <laughs> get <you>. there. <laughs> Maybe. But, you know, you get a jaggling. And again, remember the jaggling, the, the, the variance in between that is vast. A, a jaggling can be that barely step up from a gaffling all the way under to a step under grandfather fucking thunder. I was going to say, but yeah. The, oh, wow, really? Yeah, the, the, the power scale on jaglings yeah, is all, the it's scale huge. Is huge. Maybe they should throw another power scale in there. You would think. I, and it's, I, I use terms like greater and lesser. That helps. Which I don't think are canon, but I do it because, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, lesser gaffling, lesser jaffling. Jangling. Thank You're welcome. You. Lots of lings, man. Yeah, it's okay. lings. Lingling. Yum. Uh, so, like, a, a jaggling is going to have more personality. It, it's going to be more likely to fluctuate on that emotional scale and that personality scale. To where a gaffling will be probably more malleable and easier to control or to talk to like that. Because, mm-hmm. frankly, it's dumber, but it also can do less for you. So you got to factor that in too. Now to move forward with in terms of talking, I mean, it's a good point, Tom, because you have to talk to a spirit on its level. You cannot assume, regardless of, um, well, I mean, when you get up there, you you can talk to fucking Fenris. You 
carefully. Good luck. But he will. <laughs> You're gonna lose something out of that. That was not a great example. No. But <laughs> even worse would be guy. I mean, you, you know, go stag, off the grandfather thunder. It's stag or stag. Yeah, someone, someone a little. Yeah, that's a little more, more yeah, affable. Yeah, that's <laughs> that can happen more than the two we just mentioned. You don't want you don't want to talk to the other two because they're only there because they want to talk to you, and that's not going to go well. <laughs> but no stag. That's a totem. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. We're talking about your 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 basic spirits. Yeah, not the tribal stag. Not the capital right. S. A stag, a stag is one thing. Stag is right. another thing. Capital S. It's it's good. <laughs> capital D and A. <laughs> it's all caps. No. They're ruining it with all caps, because then it takes away from that greater and lesser part. Well, maybe you had caps lock on, yeah. and so the small one means the capital <laughs> one, because you didn't realize it was on. What are we talking about? I don't know. You just you let me get waylaid, and this I'm is sorry. what happens. That's fine. That's like so, but talking to them on that yes, level. is that a spirit, by and large, is not going to understand the world in the context that you do. You talk to an ancestor spirit, you got better luck, but also, when, how old is his ancestor spirit? Oh, right. Yeah, it could be <laughs> a couple hundred years old back, and they're on, like, old English. You know, it's like, hey, like that. Did you, I gotta track this Buick. Buick? I guess that all depends on how specific you want to, to summon them, right? Because if you're looking for someone specific, it's probably a, a higher difficulty as far as ancestors go and stuff. Certainly, but we're using just a base example right now. Okay. The spirit of a city father is, is going to be more helpful dealing with the city than that old oak tree. <laughs> it'd be kind of hard to talk to that old oak tree. He'd be very slow talking. Okay. be very almost falling asleep kind of thing is what I'm thinking. I like that. Or, or still sleeping. Yeah, very hard to keep him awake. Just keep his intent, keep him content with your how you're talking to him. That'd be, ooh, that'd be hard to talk to. You know, it would probably be knowledgeable, but from a very specific stance. The only within that range of what he can see, he'd know everything about. Well, you could probably argue the length of his roots, too. However, oh, yeah. yeah. But roots connect. Yes, they can. Jesus. And suddenly, suddenly his knowledge is very vast compared to what you think. At least it can be. Right. Provided you have talked to him correctly, you have treated him right, you have made a correct offering should you need one, or sweeten the pot on the fly Mm -hmm. if he's going to be stubborn, and he's probably going to be stubborn. Very stubborn, yes. Especially if he's a very old oak, he will be very stubborn, so I hope you have lots of water to give him. Matter of fact... You're not going to get a lot of chit-chat out of that guy, are you? No. That's what I'm saying. He'd be slow and sleepy. Maybe slow and sleepy, but matter of fact. Mm -hmm. He's not going to mince words. Straight to the point. He doesn't understand your jokes or your references. He doesn't (laughs) find them funny. And he's not going to hand any out among his own self. It's true. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't have anything to say for that, because they're right. It's funny to think about. I'm still hoping you'd go back and reference the, the gaffling story with Willow. Because it's a what not to do. I swear to Christ, I don't remember You it. don't remember it at all? I don't remember it at all. Well, all right, so we a... needed to build a campfire. We yeah. wanted to start a fire. I remember so that So we part. had asked, I think it was either me or Danny, I can't remember, we had asked her to summon a fire elemental. We had, and, you know, we had taken bark off of a tree, laid it out, here's your offering, can you summon a fire elemental? The way she had worded it when she was talking to him, she was using too much, it got confused. And it just, oh yeah, that's right. I remember it was just slowly sitting there. Burning. Like, yeah, thanks. Well, after she had eventually said, I think I think it was either Porter corrected her, somebody corrected her, and said, I've made you this offering for you to consume. Consume was the big word. Like She kept using words that it did not know. 
Okay, I remembering. I I just remember the key word that she used was consume. I've laid you an offering to consume, and then he laid down it and went, "Thank you." Makes sense now. And then we had a fire. I just remember that, but she was. I can't remember exactly what she was saying, but at first she was using the word consume. She didn't use any words that it knew. And that's and that's the thing too is that can be such a pain in the ass. Like yeah. it doesn't know that it's fire, and I think she was saying, "Can you make me a fire?" Something along those oh, lines. Oh God! To which point, what it thinks you want is to be it. Yeah, it was confused. I, I remember she was confusing. Well, like I'm like I'm hearing you like say that. And I go, so you want me to like, you want me to make you like me? I think along <laughs> the lines it was that, and you had to stop her. <laughs> so it was the ultimate dad joke. I, that's make you me say, a fire. You're a fire. You're, poof! You're a fire. But, I mean, you're doing it that way, but I guess, sure, and not through intent, but it's literal. Very. Fire doesn't understand your fucking wisecracks. That's that's why I'm trying to key in on it. Make sure you're speaking to it to the level that it knows. Now, a city raccoon might be hip to what you're throwing down. (laughs) It knows how to use those words, too. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's different raccoons. Yes, there are. A city raccoon would be completely different than a wild wood in the woods one. Yep. You know, you, you go not, down... Not, not, you know, the... No, I know what you're talking about. Not the raccoon that we know. Right, not raccoon. Right. We're capital not talking R. about totems R. at all. There's no capital <laughs> letters in this show. <laughs> Don't put any caps in the title. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think so. I like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I gotta write that down. You're right? Um, keep, this, keep this in, too. <laughs> no, absolutely. Okay. But, Yes, the, the context of which you talk to a spirit is extremely important because it doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. A city father, you know, we, we talk about the, the, the city father of Detroit. I don't know if you saw it. I wrote a whiz-bang fucking description of the city father of Detroit in Discord a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Just off the top of my head. No, it was awesome. <laughs> I missed that. Yes, you did. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good. You know, it had like... I um, mistaked it for um, the statue. What's that statue? I forget the name of it. I'm doing the podcast. I know exactly yeah. what statue. Yeah, yeah. Then they put the uh, the jerseys, the jerseys on it. Oh, yeah. Different, yeah. And <laughs> because I only read like a couple sentences of it real quick. So I had mistaked it for that statue. And I popped that picture in there. And he goes, no, not at all. And then I read it. I was like, oh, shit. This is better. <laughs> and you know what? I think I'll talk about that for a second. Sure. It's not the direction I was going. But this is important, too, because... Cities, the important ones, big ones, have city fathers or city mothers. And it, it's the, the spiritual personification of that place. Okay. Now, if you're running a game around a city, in a city, you should encounter this, whether to help bolster the city father, to help restore the city father if the father has fallen. Oh, Danny did, did pulled it up. Perfect. Yeah. I'll read it directly. Yeah, that's why I did it. Thank you. Yeah. I like that better. Thanks. <laughs> well, you had that saved. Nice. <laughs> fucking bully, up to bully for you, thank you. I was very proud. I did it off the cuff. I was proud of it. Um, That's why I pulled it up. I was like, no, this isn't necessary right now. <laughs> but, you know, so what is that? What does that city father look like? You know, how does it act? Because it, it's, the, it's the personification of the city. Hmm. So this is what I came up for Detroit. Right? I'm just reading the, um, you know, the city father of Detroit, for example. He's going to have features of a black man, but he's going to look homeless and overgrown, a long green beard and hair. His skin would be metal, but coated in rust. His fists would be massive, and he'll probably carry a shotgun shaped like a hockey stick and a warhammer's whose head is shaped like a football. His ragged clothing, torn and tattered, but bright whites and reds, blue and silver, adorned with lions and tigers and great red whales. 
Even his joints would be mechanical. You could hear pistons and gears when he moves. And when he speaks, you can see the fire glowing from inside and smoke pours out of his mouth with every word. Well, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I mean. Like, when I only read the first couple sentences and I pulled up that statue, no, that's no, not it. That is not and then it. I read the rest and I was like, oh shit, that's better. But I do reference the Fist of Joe Lewis. Fist of Joe you know, Lewis. With the, the oversized mm-hmm. fist he has. You cover... The, the the city the city's undying loyalty and love for the sports teams. Yep. Despite how maybe they all suck. They're not <laughs> all very good all the time. They suck. All we still them. love them. Hey, the wings though, man. Yeah. We we they we, suck we, now. Yes, they do. They're back to the dead wings. Yeah. Whatever. So we're building. I mean, oh, we, yeah. we went like twenty five years hitting the playoffs every year. <laughs> it's, yeah, we have the record for most. of in a row or something it's, like that. You know, Whatever we're going to meet it. We'll, we'll see at the playoffs. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, you factor in all that. You know, you, the, the, the light, you know, in the back of the throat when it speaks is about how the city refuses to die, even though, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and it's where the rust comes from. Yep. And, you know, the, the growth of the hair is grass because we, of how yeah, overgrown so be, much of it is. Also uh-huh. used to be the biggest steel importer and all that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So you take all of that together. No, it was such an awesome description. The like city I said, As soon as you were mentioning it, I, I had to pull it up. I uh, saved it for that reason. That's awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. Because we were just talking about shit in the Discord one day, and I'm like, right. oh, for example, and boom. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, that's good. <laughs> it's really good. So you know what? I'm going to throw this one out there. If anyone listeners have something along those lines for, say, your city, send them in. I actually, I'd love to hear that I'd because they should that. all be different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, your your city should not be the same as you know our city. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> but I would love to hear something like that. But I mean, every city is different. You know what? What is what does New York City father look like? Oh man, tall. Forget about it. Tall, <laughs> just like Tony Soprano. You're very majestic. I'd say he's tall because all the tall buildings. Sure. Okay. Concrete. Something concrete in there. So probably concrete skin. Right. Or steel. Because every building is made of steel and concrete. So well, I by mean, that note, every... I know. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. You're just... You're just con- trying. Because concrete skin and a, uh, a steel suit. Yeah. There you go. I like that. Suits painted yellow for their taxis. <laughs> Checkered. Oh, checkered, perfect. Oh man, I was gonna use the like a taxi was out of his mouth like a cigar, but <laughs> well, something for immigrants too, maybe. It could be money. Go like a wad of like yeah, cash. rolled up like like a cigar. Okay. Um, you know, get him get some of that big apple imagery, right? Uh-huh. And maybe something there. Yeah, maybe something incorporating the Statue of Liberty. Right. Maybe yeah. the coloring. Oh yeah. And that's it. Maybe that can be enough. Maybe it's not. I mean, there's maybe it's a city mother, right? Maybe on the other. The Statue hand. of Liberty is the city mother. It could be the basis of it, right? Like maybe like a oh shit, oh yeah, world of darkness. Gleam of his eye, world of darkness, right? Okay. The city mother is the Statue of Liberty. Okay. But like not in her twenties when she just won the pageant when she's up there in the statue. <laughs> like twenty years later, after she knocked out a couple kids and her husband left her. And now she's been on welfare for six months, and that fucking neighbor won't stop it with the music. I like it. <laughs> Off the cusp, there we go. Yeah. We got something. There's an idea. You know, I can't get a goddamn <laughs> cab, but hey, it's all right. You know, it's not like I got a job anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So I never got to hear how you interacted with this glass element. <laughs> no, you know we're going no, back to the glass element. No, good, good call. <laughs> yeah, we, we got way off track on that. We did, but I hope it's all useful. Off yeah, track, sure. this is, you know what I mean. But off track of that story. No, no, we can finish. I just want to finish story. that story. At least we get oh. one story finished in an episode. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I, I, I spoke it, to my recollection because I mean this was a billion years ago now. But it was reverence because again, when I think about the glass elemental, yeah, I got beer bottles right there, fine. Mm-hmm. But at that point, that's just a container, and that almost becomes about the liquid. Fuck all that. So I think about the glass. The, I think yeah, of the mirror. The mirror. I think of vanity. So I appeal to the vanity. We lay rose pads for for when it walks, metaphorically speaking. Mm. We're using our sweetest words, and we're avoiding eye contact, but talking them up. And when I ask, because don't remember, I'm asking a glass elemental to shatter all the glass in a fucking high rise. It's a big ask. Yeah, and it seems pretty fucking counterintuitive. Uh-huh. Break yourself. Yeah, it's not what. No, no, you're not. No, you, you misunderstand. You're not breaking yourself. You, you, you can't destroy glass. You can only make more of it. <laughs> You're fucking shit eating grin smile right Instead now. Instead of one sheet, you are now millions of tiny pieces. of pieces that can float upon the wind and the light will reflect off of you and everyone will see your splendor and then you'll come to the ground and you'll land on the people and they will carry parts of you with them. <laughs> I love it. And then they're blustering. <laughs> <laughs> like the glass element cares about that though. Right. If the glass is even capable of thinking about it. <laughs> what the fuck is a bloodstream? <laughs> he doesn't have blood. I am the personification of glass. What's a bloodstream? Good point. All I hear is there's going to be millions of me, and I'm going to be worshipped, and everyone's going to stare in awe. And then all these people like will will carry me around in little tiny microscopic bits in their clothing and in their hair and like in their eyes and shit. But they don't. I don't need to know that part. <laughs> this sounds amazing. <laughs> Consider it a deal. You're a great friend segment, Rainmaker. <laughs> we went a long way around that. <laughs> to get there. <laughs> but it's awesome, all though. good. It's all teaching. Hopefully. We're, hopefully. I mean, we're in third school. All over the place. <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, thurges are, there's a lot to a thurge. Yes. There's a ton to a thurge. Kind of want to bring up another segment story. Go ahead. And then the reason, thurge. the reason for it is how you got this elemental to do what it did. Oh, you're talking about the sandcastle story. I am. <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. It's not far off, but go ahead. So, se- <laughs> segment Rainmaker... As a story where he used a a sandcastle to kill a Nexus crawler. And that is the only way to say that. Yeah. I mean, there are other ways you could do it, but that's the way you start that story. You have to start it that way, because then you're just in awe. Like Exactly. What? Everyone's like, what? Exactly. <laughs> I need to know now. I've heard this story like four times. I've it's heard a it. little different every time. Well, I tell it off memory every yeah. time. <laughs> and, it's, and I'm not putting you down for it, but it's it's the reverence that Segment had towards the sand elemental. It's the way he did it. It's why he did it and how everything unfolded, hmm. which could only really be told and be done by a Thurge. Yeah. And I hate to put I'm tooting my own horn a bit, but a fucking clever one. <laughs> Very. Very. Yeah, I mean, the the pack was running. You know, we got the MacGuffin. Whatever we got the MacGuffin of the story. Well, I know what it is. She's not important. Okay. You know, we get the MacGuffin, and we're running, because we're being chased by, like, a hive. <laughs> <laughs> An entire hive. You know, just all of the enemies are bearing down on us like crazy. Running on point is a Nexus crawler. We've run a follow of this crawler. 
Uh-oh. And it is chasing, <laughs> and it's not, it's not stopping. It's it's not losing interest. The worms backing up a bit. They're like, well, we don't want to get too close to this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we know what this is. Oh. And so the segment looks to his pack. He gets the mind speak come in. He goes, keep them busy. Keep them here. Keep going. You'll catch up with me. And he pops one of his gifts in turbos fucking ahead. Seemingly just left his pack to die. <laughs> Son of a Speed bitch. Boom. And gotta go fast. Not only that, but for the the rest of the pack to have the trust in him. Yeah. It says something too, but so besides goes, the point. He goes up ahead because they're running through the desert. And it'll create element, some water in the sand, and it builds a sand castle. Quick as he can. So it's not probably that pretty. No, I mean, he'd spend an hour on this. He yeah. spent five minutes on this. Just and enough. they were a quick five minutes. <laughs> it's the best we can do before it shows up. You know, he, he summons this, 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 the same spirit again. It's, you know, we were, we're, the, the need is dire. Uh, the drought comes upon us. The great death is facing us. It, it, it chases my brothers and I. We need your help. So he convinces this thing. It, essentially, he summons a shamal right there in the desert. And it strips the... Because they got this thing in the realm, the to be clear. What's a shamal? What's a, it's a sandstorm. Okay. That's not a thirst term. I, I don't know. Okay. No, I didn't a, either. Oh, no, that's so, a... Okay, at least, at least someone else... That, that, that is a sandstorm. Like the shit you get in Iraq. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You know, like a... That's the, legit bad news. Yeah, it's the real one. Yeah. Not, not that okay. it's windy today. Ooh. No, that's that's legit bad news. Yeah. You know, we're you talking 95 mile an hour winds. And you can be Ouch. buried by sand in minutes. Yeah. Mm. So he's, he, he gets it to summon Shamal, because again, we've got the, the thing chased him into the realm. That's fucked up. But yes. Stripped the flesh right off it. <laughs> Where does Pack go? I mean, wouldn't they get hit by it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, they got word. <laughs> you do your best. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> you know, duck and cover doesn't necessarily hold you in this one, but they got they look. Everyone lived it's it's except four, except for <laughs> the, the crawler. crawler. Say there wasn't some pain along with it, <laughs> and say everyone got out on touch. I never claim that. <laughs> I said I killed a nexus crawler with a sandcastle, and that is true That's enough. True enough. <laughs> wow. Well, because it's all you need. Yeah, how do you speak to sand? <laughs> That's what I'm sitting here going like. He speak this. I don't even know how to picture sand. It's it's coarse. It gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's just creepy. It's fucking. <laughs> Danny knows what I did. <laughs> You're killing him. <laughs> <laughs> he left the building. I feel it was an appropriate reference. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to go over there. <laughs> coarse actually might not. You know. I mean, joking aside. It's pretty. That's kind of what I think of it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be definitely going to be kind of rough to deal with. A little uh, maybe Archer Bunkery, Archie Bunkery. I was thinking along the lines of like free flowing, but I don't know how you would work that out. Well, I mean, you look at that as a whole, but as an individual grain and as a collection of those grains, you know, I think I think course maybe a little severe might not be out of order. That's why you're a Thursian. I'm not, because I'm not I'm, very good at that. I mean, you know, I don't have a fucking Rolodex here. I'm, but again, I use that rule of thumb as I go, well, what what is... I mean, it adapts to temperature, so you can't say science hot. It just absorbs the shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's cold at night, too, you know, so congratulations. <laughs> but it's, it's dry. It's rough. Uh-huh. It is coarse. 
So that's the foreman, maybe, at your plant. Ugh. With the cigar in his mouth. Going, God damn it, Tyson. This had to be done yesterday. Are you that stupid? Are you taking your stupid pills again? Every day. Maybe it's that guy. Fuck you. <laughs> right? Yeah. Damn it. He's a, he's a rough around the edges kind of guy. <laughs> I'm speculating. That wasn't what was presented to me in the day, but... That's how you would probably present it, though. That's how I would do it, probably. Okay. Well, I think we touched on that enough. What else we got for Thursh school? <laughs> There's a lot What, what else school. does Thursh's for 101 basics need to know? Well, uh, again, talking to spirits, summoning spirits, that, that's such a massive part of it. Right. I was going to say, that's probably the biggest part. You know, there are also rights, but I want to save rights for our next one. Okay. And I think I want that to be the main focus of the next Thursh part. Are we doing these in two parts, then? Oh, I don't know, but we're doing more than one. Okay. I mean, I mean Thurge is definitely getting more than one. Yeah. It's the biggest <laughs> one. Yeah, there's a lot to cover with Thurge's, so we're going to talk true. about it until we're done talking about it, and I, I just, I think, rights... That, that could time. be a whole episode. Exactly. That's a next time thing. I don't want to... Oh, we did time. a right episode. We called it the right stuff. Come of course on. we did. <laughs> of course we it's did. It's a good name. Right? What's wrong with that? That was a good <laughs> name. There's nothing wrong with it. It was just, what the hell, you idiots? <laughs> I'm not sorry. Tom, you sorry? Mm-mm. I don't think Tom was part of that episode. Doesn't matter. I wasn't. That's why when you said we did a rights episode, I'm like, we did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. Well, we've talked about spirits, too. So, look. Right. Yeah, spirits. This is ghosts. A, we, we do this every we've week. We've talked about fetishes and talons and that's still thirst stuff. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to talk more about all that stuff. It's, it's what we do. So, a lot of aspects to cover, and it's a weekly show. So, look, buddy. <laughs> You're going to hear shit again. So, maybe something we haven't heard before? What about beans? Aren't beans also spirits? They absolutely are. In fact, you know, that's... The bane is a catch-all term for a worm spirit. So, you can deal with banes. You can speak to banes. I mean, spirit speech, it's not just guyans. It's not just friends. It, it, it's important to point out, or to remind you, I think sometimes people forget, is if you go into the umbra and you kill, like, a scrag... Okay. Uh-huh. You didn't kill the scrag. It's what's the word? It, it dissipates. Dissipates and, and then reforms back in Malpheus. Yeah. Malpheus, there we go. That's what I was looking for. See, if you, you didn't. You got it for now. It, it responds. That's a neat gift, <laughs> right? However, well, how do you permanently get rid of that? Pill? Well, you, the same way you permanently get rid of any spirit is you drain all of its gnosis. Ah. The thing about that is worm creatures. Have bad noses. Bad touch. Bas- basically, yeah. yeah. Bad touch noses. Yeah, it, it's basically you know, it. Is so taking. They have noses? been corrupted by the worm. That gnosis is it's gross. It's grossus. Grossus. There we go. <laughs> Just it, a, it's been so corrupted. Taking that gnosis could essentially corrupt you as. Oh, well. it absolutely oh, does. Yeah, I was about to say that will. You know, you 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 took the bad acid, and now it's inside you. Gross. That's not how acid works. <laughs> That's not how any of acid works. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Oh boy! So what you? What did you do? So at that point, I mean, you you want to? I mean, that's a rite of cleansing, that, or a trip to Erebus, or a um, just bleeding out that gnosis. But I mean, is there not a way you can pull the gnosis out of him without taking it in? You got it's got to go somewhere. That's fair. That's, that's the deal. <laughs> if you have a container for it or something, I don't know, like a cup, like a Mountain Dew <laughs> bottle. Mountain Dew bottle. <laughs> <laughs> There's a callback. That's nice. <laughs> It's, uh, you're welcome, patrons. <laughs> Code red, man. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yes! Perfect. But, but there you go. 
you know, that, and that's an aspect of them too, is, you know, you can drain that gnosis, take that into yourself, and actually get rid of the spirit. That will take a toll on the thirst. I was going to say, that's got to be... It's dangerous business. Okay. It's, it's some bane tender shit. Ooh. That's, that's the level we want to put that on. That's some bane tender shit. But... That's that, nuts. But there you go. Not to mention the fact that, again, spirit speech is all spirits. There's nothing stopping you necessarily from summoning a bane and interrogating it. Hmm. Or... You know, or you're an emergency and he's taking gnosis from it. Again, the, or <laughs> theoretically binding it into a fetish. I mean, the worm has fetishes too, man. I mean, I can see it. I but don't, like, don't do don't that. Do like, do as a guy, and don't do that. I was going to say, are there benefits to doing that with worm spirits, though? Not, I would say that really. But I know I mean, there's probably a lot of problems there. Like you'd probably take a gnosis hit, and you'd be slowly corrupted. Probably, probably a renowned hit. But then it's all theoretical. So what kind of spirit are we talking about? It, and you know, and I, I get it. We just said beans, which is just it's a catch-all worm it's spirit, but which is something to keep in mind too. That bane is that catch-all term. Uh-huh. So is a thirst that's not good enough? Huh. A bane is a meat puppet. Is or a psycho banshee. Or a psycho, yeah. Oh, that's a huge difference. That's my point. <laughs> There's banes over there. That doesn't mean anything. It could be thunderworms over there, I mean. Well, I mean, thunderworms are a physical creature. But I, I get what you're saying. I, I'm with I'm with you there. Sorry. No, that's <laughs> cool. So saying <laughs> yeah, it to anybody too. else may be fine, but saying it to a third should be like, okay, and? <laughs> well, it would be like driving up to the mechanic and going, my doohickey's out of wax, it's... I often say that. I know you do. That's why I used it. <laughs> I'm his mechanic. I know. And that's why I said <laughs> I it, too. I was waiting for it. <laughs> you know, I think my doohickey's busted. Fuck off. That's why I tell him he needs <laughs> blinker fluid. <laughs> but you get what I'm you saying. You bring me the blinker fluid, I'll bring you the uh, aluminum magnet. You get what I'm saying, though. We're, we're, we're you know, you fucking <laughs> It's a Never joke. We used to do it. Never. No, I, no I, we used to work together. I, I know. <laughs> it's like the keys to the copier. <laughs> nice one. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Before we get too waylaid, what were you saying? Yes. <laughs> but it's like that. It's like saying, hey, the, the, I think the doohickey is busted. Like, it's aggressively not enough information if you want me to do something about this. You've said nothing. Baines, oh man. So do your fucking homework. Well, the third just have. Theoretically. Or should be doing. Yes, should be doing. So, I mean, you talk about what about Banes. It's something they should, they should definitely know about. They should know the difference between a meat pup. I mean, anyone should know the difference between a meat pup and a fucking psychomanchy. But <laughs> there's a smogling. There's a crimson pestilent. I know what that does because I'm a thurge and that's a spirit. It's my fucking job. Whereas the rest of us, it's like, that's worm. Oh, we needed to defeat. <laughs> right. How are you going to do that? You, you can't, you can't touch the... that one. <laughs> You learn from the thirst and what you need to do. Yeah, if that touches you, your soul falls out. Well, what What's the your fuck? plan, asshole? <laughs> you gonna shoot it? You're in the umbra, you idiot. The bullet's lead. What's gonna happen? And sail right through it. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna ask another spirit to help me out. <laughs> I grab that bane arrow personally. Well, true, but... but but not everyone has a luxury. You get what I'm saying? Yes. You know, there's a level of monster man. You've got to be monster man well. Even you've got to know, <laughs> got to be the Rambo of spirits. You got to know your shit. The hence, difference. Hence the books we're recommending too. If yep. you're going to play a thirsh, those are some key books. It's not always easy. Anyone can be a thirsh. Okay, any, sure. any anyone can be a thirsh. It takes 
no extra effort and no extra skill to be a shitty thirsh. Okay. You yeah, can that's be, a better way of putting it. You can choose to be a shitty thirsh. That can even be a character, a thing. Don't be a shitty thirst. No, no, that could even be a thing. That could be into You know, the growth into taking it seriously and learning the role, that that could be a thing. Just to half-ass it doesn't take any effort. That's true. I mean, that goes for almost all the auspices. It, it does. But... It does. But to play it at its most, it does take a lot of work and research to be a thirst. It really does. You have to be diplomatic and, and clever. You you have to... On different levels. Yes, you should have a pretty decent memory or some good notes. That's fine, too. But you you should know the difference between what you're looking at here versus over here. And, I mean, right now we're just talking about the spirit aspect. There will be other episodes. We're going to talk about rights and the relationship to the nation and in your pack and to the spirits with those rights. We're going to talk about umbral navigation. So you get this shit, too. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot to it. That's the problem with doing Thurge. But there's too much. I don't know that there is, but I mean, it. You're yes, too too much to focus on at one time. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's why I like that learn as you go kind of. Which you what which research is, as you go, not just learn in game. Research as you go, so the character grows with you. Right, and that would actually be really neat to do. And if you're going to do that, you know, make sure you talk with your storyteller. It has a storyteller. Make sure you have certain examples of things, specific things that they can learn. Because that's kind of the route I was thinking to take when I make a thirst. Is yeah. I want to learn as I go, but I want to research as I go. Right, and this this will turn some of that research into usable knowledge in game. Mm-hmm. I could tell you the story about the encounter you had with this hummingbird spirit and how Jonas Mystic Eyes took you aside and said, you are going to deal with this hummingbird spirit until it, you befriend it. And that's all you're going to do with your day until <laughs> you can make that spirit like you. That's a good way of teaching Yep, that's it. You hungry? That sucks. Where's where's the hummingbird? We went so, over there. What are you doing here? Do you have an idea how you do that yet? What, talk to a hummingbird spirit? Sure. Let's see, they're fast, so try to get the words out quick. Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah. Offer it, obviously, some type of nectar or a flower. Just have one with you at all times? Something. Yeah. Every time I want to I'm, talk to it, have yeah, a flower. I would just have it, like, on your shoulder. Yeah. I would just have it there. Quick, to the point. No, but he's got to be your friend. Not just no, do just, stuff for him. Quick to the point, see if he needs anything, blah, 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 help him out. I'll do this thing for you. That's it. I ask for nothing in return. I like that. And then just, you know, do the thing, come back, need another thing done, just keep doing it. Eventually he'll do something for you. You've done all these things for me, now I can do this for you. Or it won't remember him at all between encounters. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, they're, they're little birds. With tiny little brains. Yes, so maybe, and I'm not saying for sure, but maybe it won't remember him between the encounters. However, the purpose of the test was not to actually get him to befriend a hummingbird, but to get him used to how to deal with something like this. And then maybe once the hummingbird now he moves on to a, maybe a little bit more higher of a spirit in the same thing. Or something, yeah, you know. Um, Number three, number 20, excuse me, number 20, has a great section in it dealing with three separate spirits through the perception of the spirit and the Garu doing the summoning. It's like one paragraph's through the spirit, the other paragraph's through the Garu? Yeah, like the first one is it's uh, there's a glasswalker summoning a cockroach spirit. Not capital cockroach, a cockroach. A cockroach. Yeah. And describes this is this is how this is, this is how things look, this is how things feel. Uh, everything from their perspective. And then, you know, yeah, it's two, two paragraphs or so, and then the next two paragraphs is the same interaction from, from the, the cockroach's, cockroach's perspective. Hmm. 
And I don't think... There's three examples. And I do not think there's a better printed anywhere. Huh. <laughs> I don't want to say tutorial, but example of how this can work. And I mean, the second example, I don't remember what it's a spirit of specifically. But it doesn't have a memory. Oh. So that's why you bring up maybe that hummingbird doesn't remember you. Got it. If I recall, it's the spirit's perspective first. And then in its a really jarring, awkward encounter... And then you go to the Gaur perspective, and it's like, all right, well, remember, Dave, he's not going to know you. We've worked with him hundreds of times. Yeah, and he's not going to know you, because he hasn't the other 98. It doesn't have a memory. It only understands the concept of now. (laughs) (laughs) That would be rough to deal with. Right? Especially if you consider that spirit an old friend. Yeah, because if they don't remember you, you, what do they consider you? They don't consider you anything. Right. Anything at all, yeah. Just reminds me of that you're movie. Just, you're just a Garu to him, I mean. That movie, it was a 51st Dates or something like that. Sure. She she loses her memory every single day. Well, I, I think that was because of the trauma of having to date Adam Sandler. Probably. But there's another guy in there, he, they call him Five Second Tom. He Don't loses, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> he loses his memory every five seconds. Oh, Tom, like Tom's called that for a different reason. Oh, oh. Like a goldfish? hey oh. He's just ignoring it, and I do not blame the man. We're doing a podcast here. <laughs> a little professionalism. Yeah, over there. Hey, it's also a jokey joke show. It's fun. <laughs> That's the proper terminology. Yeah. It is now. All right. Or at least has been. All right. Well, then, how about, you know, because obviously there's a lot to talk about with Thurge, but what about, like, the Thurge's role in uh, an entire pack, not just on his own? There's a level of that that's um, right there on, on the page for you. It, the idea of the, the shaman, the healer. You know, you have Mother's Touch. Mm-hmm. They, Which you should. You, <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's the great rub when rolling a thirsh. This kind of irritates me. is because there's Mother's Touch and there's Spirit Speech. Which are both absolutely necessary right. for a thirsh to have. Well, you have to have those. <laughs> so I hope you bought both of those. Right, like it, it's making you spend freebie points on the other one. And that bugs me. Like, oh, it should just be an automatic given. I, I feel like spirit speech should be an automatic Yeah, given. that's just an automatic, you get that. No cost. Just for the thirsh, because... Come on. You right. can't have a thirsh that can't speak to spirits. What are you doing? I mean, if you roll that, that'd be interesting. That'd be irritating. It'd be very irritating, but it'd be <laughs> and interesting. And a lot of extra work. Right? Because, again, that, that thirsh is also the Pax liaison to the spirit realm. To the entire realm, not just spirits. Right. The entire realm. Mm-hmm. The navigation. You know, who do you want leading the point on a, on a moon path? All the thirst. Yeah. Who's going to be able to stomach dealing with the fucking loons? Who's going to stop you halfway through and ask you a riddle before it lets you move on? Because, hey, fuck it. There's a, there's a new moon out. We're just going to be like that today. Yeah, probably. Oh, good luck seeing the path, too. I mean, new moon, you can't see it. Right. So who are you going to trust to take the lead? Someone that can deal with it. Right. Where you learn your gifts, you learn your gifts from spirits. You Which, need someone who can help facilitate yeah. that. Yeah, they, they have to be the facilitator, the liaison, if you will. Yeah, we Again, we go back to talents and fetishes. Yeah, they're the ones that are making your talents, your fetishes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might not make it. They don't make the physical object. They're the ones that are imbuing them with the spirit. Okay, that is better. Yes. Which is what makes them the fetish of the talent. Yeah. Otherwise, that's Otherwise a nice that stick just, you yeah, have there. It's a nice pointy stick you have. That's weird that you did the helicopter blade, you grief. <laughs> Tony, you got to put a freaking flying spirit in that. No. 
fly away, huh? That would be kind of funny. It would be. No. But it would be very useful. I don't know that it would. No. It's, no. It's, it's Jaeger the Flying Veil Breach. Because, <laughs> you know, he's got to be in Krynos to be able to swing that thing around enough to make it fly. That's fair. <laughs> I don't think so at all. Gives you, it lets you fly in the Umbra. So does Owl. Well, we don't have Owl. No, we don't. Get some Red Bull. I don't want to. Believe hard enough. <laughs> Go to the celestial realm. The ethereal realm. What am I talking about? Go to the ethereal realm. That would be interesting to play, too. Trying to talk to a celestial. Your uh, storyteller writes it in where there's a celestial coming about. I I couldn't... That'd be scary. That would be. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, what are you doing? One Aunt, more than Aunt, others. Aunt Luna. <laughs> Aunt Luna, she's coming down on you. And, I mean, you can. I mean, she is. She's in the ethereal realm. You can go talk to Aunt Luna. You can talk to... But, I mean, that's the ethereal realm, and that's a different show, but you... Yeah, you could talk to Planetary and Karna, for crying out loud. That would be nuts. What do you want to say to Mars? Uh, anything about war. See what you did there. Ha <laughs> Fight, go fight, go. Yeah, I was going to say I come in peace. Uh, I was going to say something about candy. Well, there you go, Mars bars. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't, but I thought we'd get the... Yeah, yeah. you got to <laughs> get the trifecta there. Yeah, 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 get the hat trick. So anything else with, like, the pack? Well... Yeah, we cover the spiritual liaison, the umber liaison, the healer, and there's a spiritual leader at that. So that's a thing sometimes we forget that we or we gloss over, right? Is that you know our, our rage worshiping murder cult <laughs> is still spiritual creatures? Yeah, they're they're. I would go so far as to say religious zealots. Hmm. Think about this: is that no human, no human, no human institution or religion likes to hear that they're wrong. Right. No, I know what you're saying. Like any of them. No, of course not. A, a group could come up tomorrow to go, we are all lizard people that were birthed by Leonardo da Vinci in 1986. Impressive, but... And, and someone could go, that's crazy. And they'll get And that's you. a problem. Yeah. Right? But Garu go to the Umbra, and they do talk to the spirits. So in this fiction They game, theoretically we know. can... Speak with an avatar of... Don't try, please. But you theoretically could. So, at that point in this fictional game, they absolutely know that every other of those religions is wrong. That's not even where I'm going, because then you get into debates. Okay, yeah. You know, of, of spiritual course, you know, spiritual correspondence and the importance of the nation, and when did that... What is this particular religious figure? When would it have come about? What level would it be? And that it's, it's a whole... Uh, other uncanny that's kind of unnecessary. Good point, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what I mean is they know the religion is real. Okay. It's not a belief, it's a fact. Gotcha. Your ancestor spirits are factually there because you're talking to them right the fuck now. <laughs> spirits aren't real? Boom, fire spirit. <laughs> I'm going to awaken this tree. I'll show you, asshole. You know what I mean? So, the, these aren't just tools. No, these are necessities. Well, sure, but they're, they're living creatures, and they're to be revered. There's this pact of we will protect you and you will help us defeat our enemies. Can't you do know, that without the thirst. Fenris isn't a fun owl, okay? Uh -huh. Isn't a badass who can let you fly in the Umbra. Owl is a god. So, yeah, they're also spiritual leaders. Coyote's not just your fun buddy who fucks with you every now and then. <laughs> I remind you that you guys, your characters, in, in your sept, 
each have a shrine to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To pray to him. That's religion, motherfucker. Not... Yeah, in this fictitious world, right. I'm not, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, we're not even going there with, but... Right, but we're not it's, it's putting anyone down or the other. We're yeah. not even here to talk about it, but... Yeah, we're not, yeah. We're aggressively not talking about that, but we're talking about it is all things in, in the realm in terms of werewolf, in terms of your characters. So, yeah, you're, there's just also a spiritual leader, man. I don't want to say full-on a preacher, because there's not Sunday service. But, <laughs> but, but, there's, but it's there. Sure is. You think about Whiplash's blood sacrifices to Boar. Uh-huh. What if Boar gets mad at him? Oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I have no what idea. What if Coyote gets pissed at you guys? How do you make that right? Who do you consult? Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> yeah, what's the episode about, eh? Yeah. We need help. <laughs> Please. We need help. <laughs> or you just, just, you know, do his boon really, really a lot. <laughs> Gotta appease. That won't work. No. Because, again, like a god, not like a video game mechanic, like a Tamagotchi. There you go. <laughs> Where you just hit the feed button and he goes, oh, I love you again. If only it were that easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the thirds know where that feed button is, though. They know where that feed button is, but they know better to press it more than twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once, depends on the thing. Right. The thirds would go, that, that drawing you did in the paper plate was cute and all, but he did ask you to do something. Yeah. So, maybe, maybe have your nephew make the make the crayon pictures. Hey, no, come on And now. you do I the thing your fucking artist. God told you to do. <laughs> I'm working on that. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, inside to our games there, Jesus. Not super inside, though. No. It was inside to a point. Right. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... If we're saving some of the ma- the other major stuff, because all of it's major with Thurges. Right. We're saving some of the stuff for the later episodes. It, it just felt it feels wrong to jump into rights and then end the episode in five minutes. Right, Or yeah. to jump into dealing with totems and then going, oh, we just started this shit. Bye. See ya. Yeah. What the... Do you want to eat the steak? I just thought you wanted to smell it. I was going to throw it out. <laughs> oh, that's mean. Right? So, so, come back to school for another <laughs> class session here. Uh, yep. <laughs> there'll be a bit, there'll be a bunch of these. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah probably like going to be yeah. more of the Thurge ones than anything, so. Probably, but, you know, the idea of logistically going down to what it means to play that auspice, whichever it might be. Uh, it's, it's a bigger that, deal. Yeah. That, bigger it's that deeper dive overview. shit that we have been talking about for season two. We, we did our overviews. Yep. Sometimes we did you, series. You, and, you got the book reviews. Yeah. Now let's play one of these. There you go. I think that's about our time. That's, yep, close enough. Thank you for indulging us. <laughs> um, on behalf of uh, Tom, Danny, myself, we want to thank you so much for listening, so much for your support. You know the ways you can help us, and your help really is just super important. But until next week, thanks again. We will talk to you later. Make sure you take care of yourselves, take care of each other, keep on howling, and we will see you next time. Take it easy. Hey everybody, my name is Chris, and first off, I want to thank you for listening all the way to the end of the episode, and I'm going to thank you on behalf of Porter. I'm here to talk to you today about The Hammer and the Stake, which is a new RPG that I have developed. I have a background in Savage Age, I'm the original developer for Savage Age, and if you've heard any of the episodes about the half Savage Age, you've probably heard my voice. Big, passionate fan of Werewolf the Apocalypse in the World of Darkness. And now the hammer and the stake is my opportunity to explore my original and wholly owned intellectual property. 
The Hammer and the Stake is a game about socialists in 1920s era Hungary fighting against a despotic and fascist vampiric government. And your job as the socialists is to bring it down. Game's core mechanic focuses on player cooperation and wagering to overcome obstacles. There is distinct design principle behind it in which every throw of the dice is supposed to involve every player at the table, whether physically or virtually. And I want you to understand that I've put a lot of time and effort into this game to make it feel exciting and original and from a place of passion. Myself, I have... 20 years of freelancing experience. I've written for White Wolf. I've written for other games like Delta Green, City of Mist, Hellas, and Tribe 8. And this is my opportunity to give you all my personal vision of what a role-playing game can be. So if you give me a shot, I'd appreciate it. It's up on Kickstarter right now. It's The Hammer and the Stake, S-T-A-K-E, not S-T-E-A-K. That is a completely different game. But yeah, if you would be willing to to give me a shot, I guarantee this is going to be an exciting exploration of the setting and the mechanics that I want to take and enact with you all together. So thank you very much, and I'll see you on Kickstarter.